Hey, you like the bagels? And they'd be great bagels, except they're donuts. Quiet, please. I like the everything donut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My donuts are great with onions on them. Yeah. <laughs> I love In two four, poppy seeds and an onion three, donut, please. Two. The Apple Company presents a truly terrible podcast. Welcome to Nonsense Episode Number 14. I'm Jeff Parker. And I'm Steve Little. This is our take on the week's business tech and entertainment headlines. This time, we'll look at how online advertising is already morphing, how artificial intelligence will change investing, and a quick look at those annoying spam calls and texts. How's your week going? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You always come with the stories, don't you? I, always, I show up ready to go. <laughs> you are, you every are one of these ready sessions, to play man, the minute you walk you, in the door. I am, it is all prepped and ready <laughs> to go. It stopped raining, and I'm happy for that. Are you having a nice spring break? Oh, my spring break is lovely. We had to come in to record this. Happy National Burrito Day. Is that really a day? That's Oh, my gosh. That should be two days. Yeah. There's the day of the burritos and the day of the recovery, <laughs> I think is how that works. And the day your wife evacuates the house. <laughs> totally. Let's get to our headlines. Shall we? Tiny robots now work with matter. Oh, yeah. Switch bot the makers of robotic devices that can press switches turn locks and open curtains launched its matter enabled hub this is cool this is the one where you don't need uh like cloud interfacing right that's true it's matter compliant which means you can use one app to control all your matter devices i've been filling the house full of smart home stuff because i absolutely love the automation but i can't stand the fact that everything works on its own protocol works on its own app i'm done with that so i'm not buying anything that isn't matter compliant there's a bunch of companies that are part of this like ikea and google yeah yeah yeah. apple yeah yeah, that's great i would like my kids to be matter compliant is that possible i'd like Like my kid just to be compliant with anything with absolutely anything anything at all that would be great amazon stop selling magazines and newspapers through kindle newsstand i don't understand this what else do you do on the kindle just books now in your case you just order books you've ordered physical books That's through your I, kindle yes, yes i would I only know. use yeah i only use my ipod I, to order and CDs. i was ordering my magazines and newspapers through my kindle, my kindle. Yeah. how are you do that now they've been trying to put big paper out of business for years and this is their way of doing this is it. their way of doing it <laughs> i totally want to start a toilet paper company <laughs> called call big, big paper. paper and it's a little wider <laughs> yeah that'd be even better for national burrito day you need the big <laughs> paper the big this paper. might be our best idea <laughs> new COVID origins data suggests pandemic linked to raccoon dogs at wuhan market Rac- Raccoon dogs. What's a raccoon dog? I'm presuming one of these raccoons is like coming home from the bar, super drunk, saw another quasi drunk dog. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking all sexy. Bada bing, bada boom. Sure. All of a sudden you got a raccoon dog. What, what really is a raccoon dog? I, Do you know? So I, I didn't. I looked this up. There is apparently a species that looks like a raccoon and a dog literally right. had a baby. My. They eat, they eat like nuts and berries. They follow like some Mediterranean diet. Apparently they're concerned about dementia. <laughs> wow. Which is surprising very to me. thoughtful. Yeah. Like they'll eat like fish that get stuck in rivers like they're uh-huh. sort of like scavenger-esque yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. but they also eat and this this struck me as interesting they also eat uh tortoises how do they do that i have no fucking idea do they eat a tortoise do they have like a little like a little crab fork that they get like a little tortoise fork <laughs> they and they just hold on to it they get it through the shell to get the delicious <laughs> tortoise out work? i have no idea Pornhub owner mind geek sold to private equity firm hot Pornhub is now Corn hub? Corn hub? Corn hub? Are you? Is this? I, don't know I think we just learned is. a lot about your fetishes today. Where do you hang out? Corn hub? Corn hub. Got it. Corn hub has been Show sold me. to a Canadian private equity firm for an undisclosed sum. Show me those sexy subsidies. Better than when you look up grandma's giant knockers. Oh, <laughs> I want to see your, your porn hub history list. I made that up. Is grandma's that giant knockers. I guarantee it either is a thing or if it's not a thing, it will, it be, will a be a thing. It will be starting tomorrow. Rule 34. What's rule 34? You don't know rule 34? Uh-uh. Oh, this is 
excellent. This is like some internet postulation. No matter what it is, no matter what the thing is, someone has porn of it. Oh, there's some some specialty variation, some some kink that matches whatever. Some raccoon dog foot fetish thing (laughs) is a thing in Rule 34. I think it's okay that it's being sold to a Canadian company, right? They're not going to... Sorry? Sorry? What? um, Oh, that's awesome. It's just porn full of apologies. (laughs) Oh my God. That I'd watch. That's my kind of porn. I'd watch that. (laughs) School teacher apologizes over and over again. Stepbrother apologizes. We are old, sad men. It's just a whole bunch of people apologizing. It's politeness porn. Oh, you had me, and I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, tube. Free data center heat is allegedly saving a struggling public pool $24,000 a year. This is where they're they're transferring heat from the... From the data center. From, they're, yeah. they're transferring the heat that comes off the, the yep. machines, and they're actually using it to heat a pool. To pump it into the pool? And they're saving, it's saving this struggling public pool $24,000 a year. Well, if they ever need to do maintenance on the computer, they can just hire my kids. My kids will fill that pool They can right warm up, up the heat. pool? Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. But then it'll overflow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of pee. They're using waste heat to heat the pool. I normally just flush my waste heat away. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I don't think I, they've explicitly told me not to put my waste <laughs> heat in the pool. Do not put, do not your, put waste your waste heat in, in the, the pool. pool. That's terrible. I think there's a Caddyshack scene about there's that. There's totally a Caddyshack scene about that. VW beats Tesla to the punch and unveils an affordable electric vehicle. Does the steering wheel stay on this one? No. <laughs> Turns out that's the new that's the new niche. If you want the steering wheel that's bolted on, you got to pay more. Twenty six thousand dollars for this uh, car, and it has a range of uh, two hundred eighty miles. Yeah, I got to think a lot of these uh, big car companies are going to start eating Tesla's lunch on electric vehicles it's, it looks like it looks like a golf electric hatchback the kind of cool thing about electric cars is they are going to be able to make prices drop there's yes. a lot less to an electric car than there is to an internal combustion engine of course. internal combustion engine is tremendously complicated 2000 moving parts and not only that but we finally got it to work because we added that one more hose we needed totally there's the the special backer upper hose there's, makes it all there's work so many hoses i have no idea how any of it makes sense to really that many hoses there's I mean, so many hoses have no, you looked at one recently yes i've taken them apart many times <laughs> look at the electric car how easy that is oh there's so many literally, wires oh there's literally so many batteries there's not so many wires know, there's almost really, nothing it's like literally three there's it's so much room up there yeah. that in the front they put a cooler. cooler yeah they put a giant cooler i always like when you see like a real legitimate electric car in parts and you're like there's not enough stuff in there yeah like, right how like, did they make this there's those three wires and that little tiny they box. left something out of the box yeah, that they exactly. need for this thing yeah well it turns out it's a steering wheel fucking bolt they left out <laughs> that's what they left out they did how's that cyber truck coming along it's coming out yeah they're actually going to come out with it mm-hmm. 2022 here it comes Meanwhile, I hear the Jeopardy theme music playing in the background. <laughs> the syncopated forever. clock. By the way, is there like a raft of people having their cars getting fucked up by shot put balls? Like, is that <laughs> is this really the design criteria we need to hit? If you're on the road and a shot put ball comes toward you. I'll go to the BMW there shouldn't be like, I'm sorry, I get hit by a lot of shot put balls. <laughs> Can I have glass? Does this have a shot put oh, ball can't go oh, through? Okay, I'll go over to Tesla. Maybe they figured that out. <laughs> if that salesman knows what he's doing. He's like, yeah, but our steering wheel stay on. <laughs> That's how the whole conversation goes. Google says hackers could silently own your phone until Samsung fixes its modem. Oh boy, so we have to wait on Samsung to fix something? The company that brought you the exploding battery. Yeah, yeah the Note this 7. Is, this Great. is a project from Project Zero who finds vulnerabilities in devices and then gives you whatever, 90 days to fix them. And if they don't fix them, they go public with them. And Samsung doesn't seem to be showing any sign of wanting to fix this. It sounds really bad. Like they had phones that were literally catching on fire, right? Absolutely. From burst, burst into flames. And they, I think they Quite put dangerous. new batteries in them and they still kept catching on fire. Is that true? I don't know. I, if they, I, I think blew, they actually changed the color of the icon of the charging icon. So you could tell which was the old which and which battery, was the yeah. new. Yeah. So you, yeah. you knew which, how soon it was going to catch on fire because they both caught on fire. <laughs> how quickly it was yeah, going to exactly. burst into flames. You have five minutes or you have 20 minutes. <laughs> Quick, get in that last video of grandma's giant knockers before your phone catches on fire. <laughs> 
just one more just one more she's baking biscuits i'm so close if we can just make it to the apology I'm so close spill just spill the milk spill the milk already yeah there was like some asshole that got on a plane and with like an iphone and they set their ssid to galaxy note 7 yeah and like they were gonna bring the plane down uh-huh. like to land not crash land because they thought it was an actual yes. galaxy galaxy not, note 7 yeah, yeah that like, was gonna explode that's just such an asshole move low cost device can measure air pollution anywhere i will not need to buy one of those for my house because i already know it's pretty bad yeah oh man my kid had like a this is a true story had like a stomach bug the uh-huh. other day the five-year-old he's never thrown up in his life he, he vomited first time Terrible. wow yeah Ooh, poor yeah. guy totally fine 10 minutes later he was in a bouncy house yeah jumping around yeah it's totally fine i was getting gas we were stopped at the gas station getting gas as one does and he let out the loudest stinkiest fart i have ever smelled in my life i'm not kidding i don't know okay. all four windows i thought there was going to be like a mass this was exodus after vehicle. after this he was after vomiting and i'm like dude what died in you and he just was laughing was, you need this pollution detector it would no it would have fucking broke it would have just it would have just caught into flames like a note seven it would have just gone right up to poof yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't know you could seg fault one of those just with smell alone, but apparently my wow. son figured it out. Country Club wife sends warning about hot to trot tennis pro. A resident of the ritzy Sherwood Country Club near Los Angeles sent a letter to her neighbors warning them about an amorous tennis pro in their midst. The unnamed letter writer claims she recently discovered that a club staffer had been romantically involved with her husband. I'm letting our community of respectable family members know of this homewrecker who is working among us. Wait, so basically this has got to be a PR stunt by the by the country club, oh, for right? For sure. The membership waiting list is now over two years. Totally, yeah. Somebody's giving out blowjobs down in the men's <laughs> locker room. Oh, we better Gee. stop it. Oh, geez. Suddenly everyone wants everyone to play wants tennis to in Sherwood. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm thinking about it. I don't know how grandma's going to play with her giant knockers, but we're going to figure <laughs> oh, it out. My. The U.S. has a new favorite dog breed and it's not the labrador retriever oh boy move over labrador retrievers there's a new top dog in town can you guess what it is i'm gonna go with um the raccoon dog from wuhan (laughs) totally the raccoon (laughs) dog everybody wants covid the french bulldog the french bulldog hitting number one the fucking walking psa for a cpap machine (laughs) exactly that's the new favorite breed this is cruelty to animals absolutely do not buy one of these animals they're super cute you are encouraging breeders to breed more of these things that cannot breed do you want to just hear what sleep apnea sounds like 24 hours a day exactly. why would they do that i don't know but they do and, and they're extraordinarily popular i mean they are kind of they're cute. adorable they're absolutely adorable it is cruelty to animals do not buy these it's just it's like all of the best sounds that a pig makes by the way can i just in general encourage people to buy mutts sure you get so much more of a healthy sure. animal yeah, yeah. A, a purebred dog is a Terrible idea. It's the same thing I say about the Royals. <laughs> it's called a family tree, not a family stick. It right. Branch. It should not go straight. It, it should, should branch. It should right. branch. You don't, Genetically, this is a disaster. It's like a vine growing up the side of the yes. wall, just weaving in and out of itself. Pesticides and produce. 2023's list of most and least contaminated foods. Guess what? We added two foods to the pesticide list. I hope it's jicama. I fucking hate jicama. Oh, I love jicama. You, you really do? don't like jicama? It's like chewing on water. Oh, it's the greatest. No. I absolutely love jicama. What do you put jicama in? You can give me all your jicama. I will give you all of my jicama. Send it over with all the donuts. Why would you? First of all, you put a jicama in a donut in a box, it cancels out. You just get nothing. It's like matter and antimatter. <laughs> this whole thing just vaporizes. It's gone. Do you really like jicama? I do. How do you eat it? In sticks? Yeah. Really? I do like jicama. Give me your top three. Jicama? What else? Favorite vegetables? Yeah, sure. String beans. I love, love like blue lake string beans. Okay. They also have been added to the list of most contaminated foods by really? pesticides. That's terrible. Yeah. Blueberries and... Love blueberries. Blueberries and green beans were added to the list of most I don't contaminated by know pesticides. How well blueberry... 
uh, identifies itself, but they are delicious. They, they are, are so good. I love blueberries, but I only buy organic blueberries. Huh. Also on the list are peaches, pears, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, and cherries. You literally walk the entire produce department at Whole Foods. What's what's not on the list? Tomatoes? Actually, they have a list of least contaminated foods. Pineapple, onions, papaya, frozen green peas. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Asparagus, honeydew melon, kiwi, cabbage, mushrooms, mangoes, sweet potatoes, watermelon, and carrots. Sadly, this is more interesting than my segment's going to be. You're just <laughs> listing off vegetables. <laughs> We're literally leading with the good stuff, folks. It's downhill from here. I don't know what to do with this. Just buy organic? Is that the answer? Is there an organic standard? I mean, the only thing organic no, means like, is there's no residual pesticides, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't use pesticides? Yeah. yeah. And some, play, some farms take that more seriously than others. Totally. I just trust the Whole Foods brand and buy from them, I guess. I well, know. you can't get your Kindle now there. If you want to get your nope. newspapers and magazines, that's over. Cannot order my Hickam off my Kindle. You cannot. Well, you know, you can still order Hickam. Hickam <laughs> hasn't fine. gone away. Yeah. Hickam is fine. Just no magazines. No magazines, no, books. no papers. Yeah, we're out of the book business. School cooks, parents, kids push back on USDA effort to make lunches healthier. This reminds me of eats, shoots, and leaves. I feel like you need a common there somewhere. <laughs> the feds are coming for your kid's chocolate milk. They do not think that's a healthy enough thing for your kid to have. It's too much sugar. Don't put more sugar in it or less? Uh, the mo- most, most chocolate milks have about 20 grams of sugar wow. per carton is that like your two sodas worth your That's kid is your kid is only supposed to be having 25 grams of sugar added sugar in a day i don't know people how people are angry about this yeah they're angry that the usda is recommending taking away chocolate milk yeah so they want more sugar in their kids i guess they want their kids to sleep through math but do these people all own stock in insulin companies i'm so confused okay up next cj is going to explore the increasing blurriness between marketing and advertising that's coming it's like it has an astigmatism who has an astigmatism this is blurry hit the button <laughs> Did you know that Amazon has a pretty insane uh, ad business? No. They do. This was news to me. Uh-huh. They are doing about $38 billion in ad revenue. Oh, that they're selling ads. Yes. Yes. They're, yes, they're yes, selling yes. placement in their search engine. So it is currently bigger than the entire global newspaper industry. Wow. How bonkers is that? Yeah. Right? Global ad revenue for newspapers peaked in the 2000s at about $165 billion. Uh-huh. It's now in the 20s. $20 billion, $20 billion is yeah, it's all like $20, advertising in newspapers for put newspapers. together. Yeah, in the world. Wow. And Amazon's doing $38 billion. Now, this is a small slice of Amazon's $500 billion in revenue for 2022. But yeah. that $38 billion in ad rev, it's like a 60% operating margin. Right, so they're, exactly. generating, they're generating as much profit as AWS in wow. ads. Wow. And this gets really interesting because now, at least to me, this starts to, to, to beg the question of like, what is advertising now? In this case, it's a mugging. It's a mugging, right? It's a mugging, mugging of your margin. people who want yeah. to use your site to sell anything. Totally. They have no choice. You're putting a gun in their ribs. Yeah. Do you want to show up in Amazon search results? Right. You got to pay or do you Or do you want to not sell anything and starve? Yeah, exactly. And you can just stay at the bottom and nobody will ever see you. So this is this is pretty nuts. And I read an article uh, over the weekend from uh, Benedict Evans. He was uh, he was like previously a, a venture partner. He was at Andreessen for a while. At, yeah, uh, Andreessen Horowitz. He's now an independent uh, analyst, and he was digging into Amazon's ad business, and that's where I got a lot of this this data from. Uh-huh. And while this thirty eight billion dollars is you know a small part of Amazon's five hundred billion dollars in revenue, right? It's kicking off as much profit as AWS which is like one of the bigger services that Amazon huge, knows about. Yeah, just huge. Absolutely massive. 
So we're in this world now where you have the, all these these products. Like if you're a site or an app and you've got high volume traffic and you know what people are wanting to buy, if you've got their first party data, with this push against cookies and third party data everywhere else, right. you now have an opportunity to be a, a, a real media company effectively, right? You can sell ads. Sure. Last year, Walmart sold almost $3 billion of ad revenue. Okay. And last that, year. And that is uh, their search engine placement for third party yes. sellers. I, I'm assuming that's where most that's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at this, like... The New York Times did just over half a billion dollars of ad revenue. Uber did the same. Yeah. Uber did half a billion dollars in ad but revenue. But I've got to assume that's Uber Eats, their search engine yeah. for restaurants. Sure. Show like if just, you want to show up high on you that get list, the top you of the list. Pay. Yep, exactly. So if you, you know, you're looking for sandwiches and they put a Chick-fil-A ad up there, somebody paid for that, right? Yeah. Presumably Chick-fil-A. There was this joke a few years ago that rent is the new customer acquisition cost. Yeah. And that now applies to everything. And that starts yeah. to make sense, right? You're paying for this placement. Otherwise, people just don't see you. Amazon didn't invent this, right? I'm not claiming that they no, did. No, of course, of course. This has been around for decades. Yeah. Like all those little end caps in your grocery store right. and in Best Buy, that's paid for by the manufacturers. Uh, end caps in Best Buy in your grocery store, probably every inch of that yeah. store. Shelf placement, like you want to be on a high shelf where people right. can see you with their eyes. Yep. You're paying for you're, that. You're not, I don't think there's anything in my grocery store in Los Angeles. That's not placed. That's not placed. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. You start thinking about like, what does this, this whole thing look like? Especially for not just Amazon, but even more to Google. Is this advertising? Is it marketing? What's, how big is the market for this? But like for all of this, this not even, again, I, I struggle for the word. You're just talking to a customer about your product. Right. How big is this? It's 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 pretty massive. It's huge. So how do you reach a consumer, right? Are you spending your budget on TV or on search ads? Is it retail rent? Are you giving retailers a margin versus selling direct? These are all like sort of the, the questions of sure. how you're going to figure this out. The more I sort of thought about this, it's like, it doesn't matter. It's all just you talking to your customer, right? right? Whether it's right. rent or whether it's you're, you're, you're doing some acquisition cost or whatnot. I will frequently buy things directly from the manufacturer if I Absolutely. have that option, yep. even though I don't necessarily have free shipping. And I know I'm fighting a losing battle. Which is interesting to think about. I didn't go deep on this here, but you start thinking about there's a lot of services now that are offering uh, shipping services for manufacturers right. so that you can get direct to the consumer for cheaper. Not at Amazon scale, but they're trying to get closer to that. At some point for these companies, it's going to be cheaper to offer free shipping yep. than it than will to be to pay the toll at Amazon. Yep. And that's opportunity for for. Like you see a lot of ads for for companies that do just ship work, and that's, I think, why. Then I, the consumer, have to go to the effort to go to that manufacturer's website. But I do prefer to give them all the money if I can, because I want till, this person to thrive. Till somebody aggregates those. Yeah. That's, that's a possibility, right? For sure. The thing is, I've found, you know, I've talked about this before, like Google's result pages are terrible. Yeah. Like I just can't find. And they're better than most for. everyone else's. Absolutely. For, for like what I would call classic search, it's probably still the yeah. best, but I'm getting low quality content. That's just caked with all these irrelevant ads. Sure. And not to mention all the SEO bullshit that gets filtered up in that. So if I go search for best standing desk, yeah. I get three pages of shit that don't really apply to the best standing desk. I'm not really finding the right answer. So you end up having to tweak your search. Like what I do, this is the, the stupid uh, life hack that I do. You just put Reddit on the end of all your search. Oh yeah. 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 Because you want to get into the Because then you're looking at the experts. You're actually looking at people who are users and consumers and say, right. this thing's great and not, and not that. Talk to any tech technologist, they're getting their information from Stack Overflow, right? Like a Stack right. Exchange product. And they're doing that every day. Like they're oh, not even looking multiple at Multiple times a day. And Google's figured this out too, by the way. If you go ask a question, 
and you put in Stack Overflow, they'll put the top three or four non-paid positions in Stack Overflow results, yeah. which they don't do anywhere else, yeah. right? So, because they know that's the answer that you're that you're looking for. So I'm getting all this crap back from search, right? That's just like irrelevant, doesn't come close to answering my question. I feel like search overall keeps getting dumber. Yeah. Like power searching for, for folks like you and I is basically non-existent. You can't tweak your searches like you used to be able to. Right. And you're just getting more, I mean, I know this is the simplistic way to say it, but you're just getting more irrelevant ads. I went recently to, I do this all the time, but recently I was on Amazon and I put in a fucking part number, like an actual part number yeah, that I was looking for. Part number. And it showed me other, not even in ads, it showed me in actual organic results in Amazon, other related things that were like the part number other air filters that weren't the fucking part yeah. number. And I'm like, in what world does this exist? So I assumed that they didn't have the part. Were they actually the part that no. could be substituted? No. No, okay. it was the wrong size. Just completely the wrong Completely part. different. Yeah. But in the same, it was like an air filter for like a standing air filter. Yeah, yeah. And they gave me other air filters for other standing air, air devices. That wouldn't fit yours. That yeah. wouldn't fit. So I assumed, oh, they must not have it, right? Because it would, would you would assume it'd be towards the top. Right. I put in the part number. It was there. It was four pages deep. Oh. How insane is that? Yeah. So I ended up using Google to find specific products on Amazon, which is nuts. What I realized is now like, wait, Google gives, if you search on the part number on Google, you can get the results if I put the part number, Amazon. If I put the part number and Amazon into Google, I've got a better shot of finding oh, it on yeah, Amazon okay, okay. than doing it in Amazon. Right. Right. Amazon like, search is just going to bring you the stuff that they get yeah, paid for. In what right. world should this be true? Like this should not be our case it's too much right work. Now. You'd think AI would fix all that. Well, maybe it won't. Nah, I'm, I'm a little more rosy and optimistic than you. Yeah. But you just look at how people are finding stuff, right? Like, I, I think you're undervaluing people's desire to make money. Look, there's always going to be people trying to make money and find a way to fuck it up for sure. Right. There's still a path through it. And certainly I think in the, the grass is greener days when it first comes out, I shouldn't say the grass is greener, uh, the blue sky days, right? Like when yeah. it's all, when it's all new, there's, there's still opportunity. I mean, yeah, there's tons of ads in Google. I don't see them. I black all of those out of my house, right? So I don't even see right, that stuff. Right. You've got like a pie hole, whatever that's called. I use AdGuard, but yeah. but pie hole is basically but the that's same the thing. idea. I just use pie hole. That is the idea, right? So you just suck a, lo a lot of the stuff out, so you don't anything see that it. comes from an advertising server is basically blocked black for you. Yeah. yeah, you just black hole it. But people aren't finding information this way anymore, right? Like you're getting, as I mentioned earlier, you're getting your your product recos from TikTok or Instagram and you're researching products on Reddit or Stack Overflow and then you're purchasing either Amazon or directly the manufacturer. Like right. this is bad for Google, right? right? That's not good. You're not gonna be able to find that stuff. And then well, this, they did it to themselves. Uh, absolutely, right? Fat and lazy. And then I, I think about how information and this is this is the one thing that I'm really optimistic about, how uh, you look at like YouTube, right? And they used to be optimized for low information density. You had to have this like 10 minute video in order to monetize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It drove me fucking crazy. Right. Like I need a 15 second answer. I don't want to watch a 10 minute video right. to figure out how to change the light bulb in my fridge. But you like watched, just, you had to have duration. I mean, it literally yes. to show up in the search, yes. you had to, your video had to be 10 plus and minutes. I would, I would just ignore those links and try to push in to find the webpage where somebody tells me how to change right, the light bulb right. and get the cover and you just can't do it. TikTok's put that on its head because now they oh, do yeah, the opposite, sure. right? They want they want the content to be super short and just full of information so that this high information density has become king. And somehow they have all the videos that I need coming right at me right off the top of the yeah, I mean, well, it's there's quick. Your, there's your AI, right? There's your yeah. AI talking. This is what the world's starting to look like, right? Is it's looking like a, a very different. Don't just go to Google for the answers. You're finding it in different ways. Where's this going? Well, I don't really know. But it does seem like these large language models that are built on top of AI are going to completely eat searches lunch. Or you'll be asking them questions. They'll push down the value of search and the margin of search ad revenue. Right. Will they get noisy? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Part for of the, sure. Part of the issue for Google is I think you can have a hundred of these 
chatbot AIs yeah. that you can ask questions to yep. and get really good answers yep. from. Yeah. You don't have to have just one Google. Yep. Lots of people can have these. Absolutely. I'm very optimistic that you'll be able to, to tailor these to your tastes so you won't just get search. I love that idea. I think that's going to be a thing. It's so easy to do. It's so easy to, to teach the thing, to learn that you can have your own little like I just think they're gonna, Tamaguchi They're going to weight them toward the things that give them the most revenue. I think that yeah. I think it's on the 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 seller's side. Sure, but what if it's a I don't know? It could be a subscription model. Like, there's plenty of ways to get this done. Maybe not for everybody, but there's plenty of well, ways. Well, that's to get the problem, this done. isn't it? Because if you go to a subscription model, now we have now we have AI for rich people and sure. we have rich AI for yeah. less rich people. I get that. Well, I mean, you got that's people not a pretty world. Well, you're gonna do that for everything. Well, you start somewhere. It's just gonna get cheaper. I mean, already the world's set up that way. Yeah, you and my kids go to private school. And, and as a result, public schools suffer. Get worse. You're sure. taking out all the people who could be advocating for the public school system who yep. really are passionate and care. You're letting them be in their own system. Yep. And you're taking all the money, the time, the value, the so power. So you're destroying yep. the public school system. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not an easy problem to solve for sure. Right. Uh, but I also don't think you should not have better search because you don't know how to uh, offer the, the sort of gradients between yeah. The haves and have nots. I don't know how to solve that. Problem. I have really mixed feelings about that because if you go into something more obvious like healthcare, sure. If we all example. have to be in one boat, if yeah. we all have to be in the same boat. Yep. You and I, with the political wherewithal, will fight like crazy sure. to make that boat the yep. best possible boat we can make yep. it. If you allow there to be two boats so that other people can be in this boat and we're in this boat, our boat is going to be fantastic. Sure. Our boat's going to sure. be amazing. Yeah. And this other one's going to sink. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the even simpler version of that is people that are healthy versus people that are not healthy. In order for insurance to work, right, in order for healthcare to work, you need to have the healthy people participate in it as well because one day they won't be healthy. This is a problem of big data. We will, we will absolutely blow up this segment on this. Yeah. We're going to run out of tape. I, I, won't go, I won't go down this road, but this is a huge <laughs> problem of big data. Yeah, for because sure. Because things that don't appear to correlate, we're talking about things that don't don't correlate yeah. that big data can figure out. Yep. Because you've got a rattle in this part of your engine here and you've got this sure. over here, your snack cart's going to break. Yep. I mean, it's the, the things they find out is absolutely sure. incredible how unrelated these things, it's going to be the same thing with healthcare. Well, they're not unrelated. We think they're unrelated because you can't see right. it. Right. Big data obviously has related. found the relationship, yeah, yeah. found yeah. the relationship. And that's going to be a, a huge problem with insurance companies because they're going to go, oh, he doesn't capitalize sure. his, his, the first letters yep. of his name. Getting cancer. And he's getting, right, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not covering him because I know what's going to yeah. happen in 20 years. Yeah. That's, that is how the model that's is the big, broken. That's yeah, the big data problem. Sure. But back on just lowly old search yeah. and finding stuff, it, it seems to me pretty obvious that you're going to get sort of new inventory classes, right? So maybe... It's some sort of ad that you can insert into an LLM. I don't know how that's going to look. It's probably going to get pretty terrible sure. as all these things seem to do, right? We've done a great job making existing search terrible, right. whether it's go back in time to the pop under and then we pop overs and pop up ads oh, yeah, and eye blasters and all. Like, fuck, we've done a great job of just pissing off the user. Right. But because it was sort of free, right? You but know, it's, like, always, it's, the, it's the problem with the entire internet. It's not just search. It's not just advertising. It's the entire internet is based on an advertising yeah, model. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Where you don't, well, but it's moved more away from that every year than it has previously. I don't know. I see I see nothing but movement toward advertising. You literally started this segment talking about Amazon making yeah. an enormous amount of money from their from sure. search place. But look at like a Netflix or a Paramount Plus, like where they've gotten, I can go watch episodes That's on true. Paramount Plus 
and I'm paying for it. Right. But I'm not seeing a bunch of ads. Right. So, and again, Netflix now is moving to a two tier system yep. for the rich and the poor. If you don't like ads, you can pay more and you can see it without sure. ads, but, yeah. uh, but otherwise we'll charge you less and you can well, sit through Well, but would you rather ads. have a, a Netflix product that's ads only? No. And I don't want to have a Netflix product that the poor can't afford. Yeah. So I think that's the balance. I don't want to be exclusionary with programming like sure. that. Yeah. I think that case is actually addresses the problem because they've offered an opportunity for you to see that content with ads yeah. versus without. It's just tough. Like if you need to drive revenue from somewhere, where else do you get it from? Give them like a little hand crank and they can like turn the hand crank and then that fires to generate up like the electricity. One BTC. <laughs> generate one BTC and then you can watch this video. <laughs> Fuck, I'm just going to hand crank this thing forever. Or you can just pay us the BTC. I don't have it. to fucking crank. Crank, crank, yeah, crank. Just crank. But, you, but I, I think that's actually a good example for your point of if, if, and I don't, I don't know a ton about Netflix, but if it was only pay to play and you can't afford the 20 bucks a month or you don't want to spend the 20 bucks a month, then you don't get to see that content. Right. At least with the ads model, you still get to see the content. Is it a different experience? Yes. But you trade time for money. Right. Some people might rather watch the ads because they've got the time and keep the 20 bucks. And I go, no, I'll pay another 20 bucks if you can watch the movie at 2x speed. You're going to have the exact same problem with AI. The 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 bad problem where it yeah, gets terrible? Where it gets weighted yeah. by ads, can by we, who's paying the most to give you to give you the answer that that person who's paying wants you to get. Can we have one of these segments and happy? Can we just pretend that that's not going to be it's a, a thing? It's a dark, dark world. It's a dark world. I'm telling you. Those AIs are going to be the worst versions of ads. I just absolutely know that's going to be sure. true. That's why people are worried about AI taking over the world. And, and there's all these horror stories of this dystopian universe where AI runs the world. That's sure. not the problem. <laughs> it's all going to be the advertisers who are waiting the AI who just wreck the thing. It's going to be when it, when it knows this is what's going to happen. I can see the future. Based on my watch data, it knows I'm not sleeping great. And it's going to be like, you need a new mattress. And then it's for like in my car. <laughs> By the way, even if you are, I'm it's going to talk to your watch and say, totally. I'm going to make a deal with yeah, you. Exactly. Watch. Yeah. Let's tell him he's not sleeping Fuck well. My watch. While I'm sleeping, my watch is like, you need a new mattress. Like, <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? I just want to sleep. Why is my watch even on? Everybody who buys those health watches is shocked how badly yeah. they sleep. Literally everyone. High no, it's just the way people sleep. High correlation between um, owning these watches and buying new mattresses. Telling you, that's I'm what sure. It's gonna be. Yeah, for sure. I think there could be some good news on that. Oh yeah. If those AI ad bots, the mattress salesman ad bot, which yeah. is what I'm sure it's going to be, if they're that terrible and that bad, I actually think it would create a world where people like you and I, and certainly others, would be like, you know what? I will throw twenty bucks a month at having my to, own to AI subscription that just gets rid of all of that. Right. At the end of the day, you're making some amount of revenue off that customer per month. Yeah. If I make the same or more via subscription, and then it gets you your time back, so you have to talk to the fucking LLM. This is the VPN. This guy. is the VPN problem. It's the VPN argument. VPNs yeah. would go out. VPNs would go out and they would say, cause there were VPNs that were free and VPNs that you paid for the VPNs that you were paying for would always say, Oh, you can't trust those free guys because they're making you the customer. Sure. They're using your data. So yeah. you've got to stay with us who charge you money. You know, that's how we're getting our money. Cause we're sure. charging you. No, you're not. Yeah. You're double dipping. You're double dipping. Yeah, totally. You're yeah. totally using just me as because the you're charging. Doesn't right. make you, doesn't make you some white knight. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Open your books. Let me see how this actually precisely works. let yeah, me look at yeah, your yeah. numbers yeah for sure because i know for sure you're still selling data yeah well if they're not i mean you know a handful of them are not and they exactly. and they are very free to share their numbers yep. uh, that's what you want but it is the vpn problem yeah if they just publish their PL, you would know you just see where the revenue is coming from right, like if you right. just see it alls and subs but then i guess they could have some other entity right. that they sell i mean there's a way to hide that but I'm trying to think of how do you know that how do you know they're being transparent and not keeping their logs you kind of like, have to know who the people you're starting yeah, out with it, it is, is this a person it requires, i can trust it requires or not? trust yeah you've got to yeah, make it's it really hard to get around trust that. yeah you're going to see more and more advertising on more and more products you wouldn't expect to see advertising whether it's amazon or wall Walmart or wherever. Yeah. And I do think that in a very short order, like 
months, right? Not even single digit years. You're going to see search change significantly. Bing's already doing it. Google's talking about oh, it, certainly. I go to UChat before do I you, go to anything do else. Do you really? Now. Is yeah. that your first stop? That's my first stop. For everything? That's fascinating. Uh, almost everything, yeah. So that's going to that's gonna happen And I'm quickly. a DuckDuckGo guy. Yeah, I can tell. I, <laughs> how can you tell? <laughs> so I'm so excited about DuckDuckGo. <laughs> I am. If you say it with that sort of inflection, I know you I must like be a DuckDuckGo guy. I like the fact that Go they're guy. not tracking me and all of that sort of thing. I have no idea if UChat's tracking me. I'm sure they probably are tracking me. But I do like just going and asking a question, getting the answer, and not having to wade through links. I, and I like having the links that tell me where they got their answer so I can check and see if their answer is accurate. I think the biggest problem with DuckDuckGo that I have is it's a terrible verb. Like you're not going to walk around I'm and be duck, like, duck, go that. yeah, like, Hey, um, which, no, how'd you figure out this? Thing? Right. I, I duck, duck, go it. I didn't name I just, it. I didn't do the marketing. I just, I like the product. You just use it. Even yeah. you chats better. But you.com is the search engine part of that. There's a regular search engine and they just happen to have a chat bot. It's, it doesn't, I can't write essays in the voice of Howard Cosell, Yeah. but I can find my searches very, very quickly. I can get answers to my questions really fast. Okay. Are they the right answers? Yes. They also are cited so I can see where the chat bot got its information. Have you asked it uh, what the best podcast microphone is? Yes. And it's wrong, <laughs> but that's because the internet's wrong. Yeah, sure. All right. Up next, Jeff's going to talk about how AI will change investing for all of us. I can't decide, but I think my favorite thing about this upcoming segment is yeah. that at the end of it, you and I will disagree. Oh, we disagree all the time. Yeah, this is this is going to be one about of those. Sports? Is my guess. I don't know for sure, but my guess is we're going to come on different sides of this. I'm not sure there's lots we actually agree on. Now that I'm thinking about it, it makes the show more. We interesting. We agree on encryption yeah. that we should have it. Encryption, good. Encryption I'm more good. of a Rot 13 guy. You're like a Rot 15 guy, but whatever. We'll split this the difference. Se- this segment is about AI and how it will help investing. There's right? no airplanes in it at all. Well, we'll see. Okay, we're not there <laughs> okay, yet. Okay, good. Okay, good. So what I want to look at is how AI will change investing. First of all, it already has companies yeah. like Black. BlackRock, Two Sigma, Bridgewater, Renaissance, Point72. They are not small players in the investment world, and they are all using some form of AI to do some sort of investing for their clients. Sure. I mean, I'm assuming this is a good thing for them. It might not be a great thing for the the underlying customer and investor, but it's probably a good thing for them. So the question is, what can AI do to help improve investing outcomes? How do I get a bigger return by using AI? It could could read you your portfolio in the, the... the style of Shakespeare. And that's useful for investing how? Of course. You want to read your portfolio just like regular? No. Just kind of boring, huh? I don't feel like you're getting this whole AI thing and how it works. No, clearly. I'm missing <laughs> just something. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Find me all securities that have more than three vowels in the name and sure. it'll just do it for you. How sure. much better is that than having to make a intern at Goldman do it? AI can give uh, information. Obviously, it can provide stock analyst tools and recommendations to help people make more informed investment decisions. You can get past information about a company. That's really useful. Sure. And AI can be used in trading algorithms, short-term trading sure. algorithms, where you need to move very, very quickly. In fact, rent for proximity to trading servers goes sells at a premium sure. because you get your trade in 20 milliseconds faster. faster. Yeah. Right. I'm very skeptical of the benefit of that. Sure. Generally. And it also reminds me of a thing that used to happen in investing all the time called front running. It's completely illegal, but it, it was a thing. Never where, stopped them before. Right. It was, it was a thing where... Someone was going to order a bunch of shares of company yeah. XYZ and someone else knew that information and could precede their trade and buy oh, those yeah. shares yeah. and then sell them to that person for sure. a little bit I more. I happen to have the exact trade you're looking for. By coincidence, Weird. I happen to have oh. that many shares yeah. of, yeah. 
That was front running. This is the big benefit of being closer to the server. Sure. I would think the trading server might be some other benefits, but that always strikes me as, wow, we need to look in very carefully because 20 milliseconds is not enough of a difference if you don't know what someone's going to order. Yeah, but all that trade data is accessible, right? Even on the bond market now in the past 10 years, it's all accessible. Sure. So you you could know if someone's front running. I feel like that's right out there in plain sight. Hmm. So it's probably not happening. I think it's harder. This is more than 10 years ago. But nobody noticed that Bernie Madoff was making no trades whatsoever. You know what would be really good at finding it? An AI. In an, theory, an, an AI that could look at milliseconds of historical data. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. AI is great at historical data. This sure. is this is my whole point of yeah, this yeah. segment. You don't believe you don't believe that it can see the future. You just think it's all looking backwards in the rear view. I don't think it I don't think it can see the future any better than a human could see the future. I, I so um interesting. I may agree with that. Oh no, this the segment is going up in flames no, no, right no, no, no. now. <laughs> well, I went up in flames at the start, my friend. <laughs> Episode one, all these segments went up in flames. Uh, no, I would say it could it could be better than a human. It depends on what the human is. Like definitely the left half of the bell curve is doing better. Could it be two standard deviations to the right? Probably not. No. But I, it might be able to be one standard deviation to the right. But you get pretty good. Better than the average bear. Because which is the, all you need. Because the information happens before humans really understand what's happening. Sure. I mean, look at it. Look at a simple case. Yeah. Back in the 70s, when I grew up as a kid, there were three television channels, three TV networks plus PBS. All black and white. So owning a television station yeah. in those days was owning a monopoly, monopoly. in yeah. your community. It was totally. a government sanctioned monopoly. Yeah. Owning a radio station in those days was owning a government sanctioned monopoly. There were so many stations, especially in the not, yeah. the towns that weren't you had massive. You buy Spectrum and that was it. You bought whatever station right. you bought. And, and yeah. it doesn't matter. And you, you could look around the dial and you could say, well, there's already a news station. There's already a religious station. There's, there's already an oldies station. I'm going to be the pop station. And for those listeners who wanted to listen to pop, you were the only game in town. Yeah. So you had a government sanctioned yeah. monopoly. Then came this thing called cable TV. Yeah. And cable TV came in very slowly, but people like Ted Turner could see the whole country is going to be wired for cable. Sure. This is where the future yeah. is going. The AI couldn't see that because it wouldn't have had enough data. It would not have had enough experience to see so what did Ted this is know? where we're going. What did Ted know that the AI wouldn't know? And why did Ted know it? Ted was in the ad business. Ted yep. had bought cheap UHF stations. He yep. understood doing that. And he understood there was a small amount of cabling of the country happening. Yep. His feeling was this will just increase. So he like read a news article somewhere talking about the cabling of the, co- no. of the country? It, there were, there, wouldn't, there were no news articles when he was knowing that was happening. He was seeing it because he firsthand owned UHF stations and could see that his stations could have greater reach sure. if this thing called. But it wasn't generally available information. Yeah. But the information was out there. Something could consume it. Well, yes, but not in enough mass that AI could have guessed that versus part, not guessed that. I, that's the part I just, I, I'm not with you on. I feel like the information's out there now more so than the ever. The information is, there's just enough information for Ted Turner to know we're going to increase the cabling of the country. I mean, some of it is chicken and egg. Because Ted Turner is going to make the good UHF station sure. that you want, you're going to buy cable. And now the country sure. is going to get cabled because you've created something for people to come in. And AI doesn't necessarily know that because it doesn't. Why can't it put those two things together? Because someone had that innovation. Hey, let's create good stations. People will want and therefore cabling will occur across the country. But but isn't that innovation in your brain just a a string of neurons that 
like just go to an end where you go, oh, this is probably a good idea. The AI can't know you're going to pull this off. Well, the AI can only know that it's a possibility, a possible outcome. Sure. But if you put it, I certainly believe it could know if you put these things into the pie that more likely to be true. Right. But it doesn't know there's this guy, Ted Turner, who can make good cable content. What, like if I go to the extreme, if I put microphones on everybody on the planet. Yeah. And the AI, the hive mind just listens to all of those things. Then it knows all of the things. And that's part of the problem. It doesn't have a mic everywhere. It doesn't have infinite knowledge. Sure. It mostly has knowledge after the fact. So there's a, I, I certainly know if there's a If you did gap. that, yes, I think AI then could possibly actually be better at oh, investing. Now we're, now we're talking. But that's so, not what's happening. But now it's access to information is the problem. Precisely. And the what doesn't Humans have access, certain humans have better access to information yes, than certain AI course. will have. Oh, I don't know about that. I think more than ever, I'm glad we're at the heart of this issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than ever, AI has the opportunity to have more information access to humans. Certainly more in one AI than one human. I think that, I think that is. I think for past information, we talk about an AI being an AI lawyer. Yeah. I think the AI lawyer is fantastic because that's all information that's out in the world. We're sure. looking at past information. But for a cutting edge looking forward into the, into the future, how does the AI know that the buggy whip company is not something we want to invest in because I've seen this thing called the piston engine? Sure. How does it know going forward those piston engines are really going to catch it on? It saw the news article about the piston engine the same way. By the time there was a news article, somebody had already made the decision. So you're saying that the guy who invested in the piston engine saw it at like a trade show or something, right? Before something sparked in his brain his, that his, the AI doesn't yeah, have the spark his for. His neighbor's brother-in-law's wife worked for the company and said, hey, these piston engine thing, like we haven't told anybody about it, but it's coming. Right. Right? Or that it's going um, away. Or that the oh, buggy, sure, he, sure, sure, sure. Either way, you'd want to take the trade. But he got some inside information Yes. This. It's not yeah. It's not necessarily, I wouldn't say it's necessarily inside. inside. That's, that some that actually means something. not in the public eye. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that that more How so does the now, AI get that information? I mean, maybe it's just licensed uh, iMessage. And it reads all your iMessages, the yeah. entire hive mind, right? Yeah. I mean, like I'm saying that in jest, but no, no of course that 100% could be a th- it just reads a bunch of Twitter, like that's all it does, just an AI that reads a bunch of Twitter and it knows it's this guy over here. What it will get from Twitter is all, almost always wrong, a ton of noise, yeah. But what? But if I can, if sort- you look at Twitter circa, I don't even know, uh, 2007, sure, the world would the have been screaming, get out of banks, get out of banks, get out of banks. Yeah. Okay. And in 2009, when things are even worse, people are screaming in even louder, get out of banks, sure. get out of banks, get out of banks. But the truth was, you should have been getting into banks in 2009. Sure. But look you're at- presuming the AI is going to just listen to what the people are saying with the loud voices. How does it know how to distinguish the, against the, from this expert to that expert? The exact same way that Waiting? you do. The exact same way that that anybody would, but I think the question is, did it? Which which one? But the did vast it majority to? of people were wrong. Yeah, of course. So the AI most likely would be wrong. You take Again, the I think, out of it? I think I AI know. is fabulous at, at telling you the past. Telling you, you, the, future you the future is hard. Well, it, it to a certain degree it can, but in certain ways, the future that isn't obvious, yeah. it's going to get wrong as much as it gets it right. And that's not how you can make an investment. That might be how you can make a short-term sure. trade, but it's that's not going to be any sort of investment. There's no value for that in investing. Can I simplify the argument to AI will be a terrible value investor? That's your argument? Yes. And I would argue if you aren't a value investor, you're not an investor. And therefore, okay. AI will be a terrible investor. Okay. I can I can understand your argument there better. I still- The investing world loves big things that they can sell you, big things that they can capture your interest with. Come look at cryptocurrencies. Go look at NFTs. Sure. The latest thing that so that they can get people to come in and in, and in some way invest 
And those things don't help. Those things don't make any nobody, difference. Nobody There's ever no says, value go, to it. go look at uh, T-bills. Super exciting. Well, they yes. Are now. <laughs> they, you, people look at T-bills a lot right now. Yeah, right now they are. Yeah, but, I yeah. always look at, because you, you need to know what the risk-free rate is. Sure. You need to know what the 10-year treasury is sure. trading for. You, with that kind of, of knowledge, Jeff, you could have been a uh, senior vice president at Silicon Valley Bank. A monkey with a head injury could have told them. Hey, I have a name, okay? <laughs> and I'm wearing a helmet now, so I'm okay. I'm better. A monkey with a head injury. Could have told that, them. I should have Bonds named my... will not be at virtually if, 0% interest forever. Yeah, it's been that way for 13 years. Sure. That's not going to going. stick around. Yeah, forever. I don't think AI adds one thing. I think it's just like cryptocurrencies or, or lots of things. Dot com. Those things are not necessarily... Yes, there and will the specific be th- niche of, of investing is defined as value investing. I don't think there is another kind. Form of value investing. Right. Sure. I, I don't think you're going to make money as a trader. In fact, I promise you, you're not going to make money okay. as, as a so trader. Let's, let's, let's... If you're not the trader. Sure. If, I mean, if you're is, not the trader. If you're this, the actual guy with the money. Right. Yeah, we, yeah. We've talked about one yeah, of my favorite of books in investing is Where Are All the Customers Yachts? Yeah, yeah. That I'll came back. out in the 40s. Yeah, they're on right. the back. Behind, <laughs> they behind don't mine. Ex- they don't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a customer yacht over there. It's like, why does it say Goldman on it? Right. The benefit is always to the casino. Of course. And it's the the same thing if yes. you are trading because that yes. is basically casino but i'm talking about investing i'm not talking about trading yeah you might have i mean because doesn't it just end up with a battle of the ais isn't that where it just ends up you just have black rocks going against like, i guess my problem is i haven't seen ai that thinks critically it regurgitates information it's an articulate idiot it'll be wrong faster i don't <laughs> maybe my maybe. clock's only right once a day oh my clock's wrong seven thousand times a second right uh yeah i mean I feel like these things will only make it harder to figure out. I do no, feel like it, it does improve research for sure. It improves research. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe <laughs> you could bias that too, but yeah, it's going to play. It's absolutely going to play right in one year from now, in five years from now, in 10 years from now, BlackRock is still going to have AIs running, oh, doing well, stuff, adding quote. Jamie Diamond spoke out strongly against cryptocurrency and, and we'll guess never what? get into the crypto business. And ever. JP Morgan does crypto. And now they got a bunch of crypto. So they do it because that's what their customers want. That's sure. Again, they're the casino. Well, but I'm saying if you're yeah. not the casino, if you're the individual who wants to make money from your money. Yeah. You basically have the buy option. Crypto. Just buy all the crypto. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say buy the S&P. Buy, please buy, buy the S&P 500 is all The I'm only say. thing that outperforms the S&P 500 at scale and has been proven. Yeah. Is, are the nonsense NFTs? Well, of course, those you want. No, those those perform very well in an up market and a down market. They're ba- they're basically gold. They're the new gold. They're they're the new gold. They're the new gold. Yes, I'm glad that we come to an agreement on this segment. On that, yes. Up next, CJ is going to talk about his favorite travel snack: mobile spam. More spam for the Moors. Hit, Hit the button. The button. I'm assuming, I'm making an assumption here, Jeff, mm-hmm. that your phone uh, is just filled up with spam and spam calls and texts every day. No, I thing? don't have any of that. No? No, Why totally not? clean. Really? Yeah. Um, do you just buy a new one every month? Android is perfect. <laughs> do you just go and get a new burner phone just because you don't want anybody to have your phone number? That'd be great. My, the number one call, the calls that I get more from anyone else, I swear, my wife is going to think I'm having an affair with a woman totally. named Spam Likely. <laughs> is that what it says on yeah, your phone when it, yeah. calls, when it calls in? She does not sound attractive, by the way. Spam, spam likely. likely. Spam likely. Like, people look at her and go, gee, it's spam likely. I see it's her and I don't Made pick up. spam. Sure. Well, you should answer when your mistress calls. <laughs> uh, how is your car's warranty doing? Do you want to talk about your extended car warranty? That's the beauty of having, you ever get of having the combination of caller ID and voicemail. 
Well, caller ID does not help on this. It does help on this because I literally never pick up. Unless if you I don't know, know the phone number, number yeah, I'm yeah. not picking up. Yeah, that's the world that I'm in now, too. Do you know that? So do you know the card warranty thing I'm talking about? Have you heard oh, this? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How many times do you think that message was delivered, this is an estimate, in 2021? Just to me? <laughs> yes, just to you and me. Because that number alone is the in other the billions. People. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, let's add them all together. You and all the other people. You know, I can't. The numbers aren't that big. Just <laughs> can't even be approximated. No. Uh, 13 billion is yeah, the guesstimate. Crazy. Isn't that Absolutely nuts? Crazy. And they're cracking it out. They're going to crack down on them. I so believe. they're trying, right? This is hard. This is whack-a-mole. But, uh, if it wasn't car warranty, it was health insurance or social security or student loan or some other, I love when I still get the student loan calls. Sure. Those are always fascinating to me. Um, like I've had student I, loans in 15 years. If I years, take the you... student loan, can I go back in time and, <laughs> totally. and be a student again? Totally. Cause I would, I would I'd love that. Yeah. If I get a little time travel in there. Yeah. Uh, that's worthwhile. So it seems like spam calls uh, that sort of replaced spam email are now being replaced by spam texts. That seems to be the world that we're in. Yeah, I'm right? very lucky that I haven't got a lot of those. Uh, texts, you yeah. are lucky. Uh, mine, mine have recently kicked in not too long ago. And like, I primarily am texting on Signal, and it's sure. pretty hard. You could do it. It's pretty hard to Lift do your spam number thing. Out. Yeah, yeah, sure. For, oh, for sure. Do you remember the, like, this is early 2000s, the emails that were like, wire me $2,000 because I've got- The Nigerian prince. Yeah, Nigerian prince. Yeah, yeah, course, yeah. Do you remember course. those? Did you ever see the Nigerian spam scam scam? No. Oh my God, this is brilliant. So a friend of mine wrote this, uh, Dean Cameron. He's amazing. And he wrote this like 20 years ago. He replied to one of these Nigerian prisoner letters uh-huh. with the line, great, do you have any toast? That's all he replied with. Toast. Why toast? Because it just what popped into his brain. Okay. He was just fucking around. Sure. And then what came out of this was literally years of him wasting the scammer's time. He like made up backstories. They made friends. He had these like he told them about these cats that he had. He didn't really have. <laughs> it was like um, uh, Jojo and Bojangles or something like Mr. Jingles. He just went on and on, just wasted their time. And does the scammer for keep trying to bring him years. back to the money yes. he needs for the Nigerian yes. prince? I mean, I'm literally talking for years he did this. That's awesome. And he just dragged them back in. So if you want to have a good laugh, you should go read the emails. They're still up at uh, spamscamscam.com. This thing is so good. Oh, that I he, love the URL. He, he ended up making it into a live performance, which I've seen several times. He'd only Every couple of years, he'll bring it out. Sure. Mothballs. And it's just, it's so good. Like this thing, it basically writes itself. It's so funny that this happened. The world has only gotten worse since the spam scam scam was written 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. In the U.S. alone, there were 72 billion robocalls in 2021. Yeah. My my email and all most fairness, of those went to my you. My texts are OK. My emails are basically unusable because yeah. of the volume of spam. And and Gmail, which I use, is great at filtering yeah. out the spam. And there's still so, so much. much that gets through. I don't have that much. It gets through. Honestly, in my Gmail, my spam is pretty good. Yeah. Like really none. Get uh, you're going to teach me after this. Broadcast. I will teach you. I will show you how the way. So that 72 billion is up 30 percent from 2020. Right. Okay. So like, wow. Wow. The, yeah. 40% of those were estimated to be scams. 17% were estimated to be telemarketers. Okay. Isn't that nuts? Like the growth Just curve Just cold on that, call phishing. Basically. Yeah. In 2021, we also saw 88 billion spam texts. Mm-hmm. That number just breaks my brain. Yeah, yeah. That's up 58% from the year before. What are their Trilio bills like? Yeah, right? That's a really good question. It's got to be huge. So, but, but it must pay off. It must, in aggregate, it must well, pay off. Yeah, you got to presume their costs are low enough, otherwise they wouldn't do it, right? right. If it was a money-losing venture, they wouldn't Trilio do it. Trilio is not cheap. You know that this is a real problem when there are over 240 million numbers on the FTC's do not call list. Yeah. Which, by the way, is coming up on its 20th birthday. Does it work? So it does for the things it's intended to do. Looking at this this history on the, the 
the do not call list, there were 10 million people on it on day four. Oh, wow. Right? Like yeah. 2003, granted, That's it was fast. a different world, but like that was super fast, right? And then, and I didn't know this, in, in 2011, the FTC returned $3.2 million to auto warranty robocall victims. I didn't know that they actually went in. How much? $3.2 million. Wow. Which is, that's not nothing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, auto warranties are a ton of money. You asked if it works. Here's the thing. It only prohibits sales calls, right? So it does, right. it's not going to be effective for like political or charitable debt collection calls. None of that stuff. Yeah. That all gets through, right? Survey calls all comes through. In 2020, Pew Research found that over 80% of Americans no longer answer calls from numbers they don't recognize. Yeah. This is what's broken political polling. Yeah, right? Absolutely. You're we really can't it. get a snapshot of the public because you only are getting a snapshot of the people who pick up their phone. Yep. Spammers found interesting tricks around this. So uh, caller ID spoofing was, was popular for, for a while, especially using numbers from your own exchange. Do you ever get any of these? Always, constantly. Like, yeah. that's fascinating to me that they'd be like, oh, you're more likely to call to answer if the number is coming from your neighbor and they just presume yeah. that. Now I love that the filtering tools that I use block all those. Sure. I have in 25 years of having the same phone number. Oh, I know it's spam if it's coming exactly. from my area. Exactly. exactly. 100%. My, my your exchange. exchange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as we said earlier, like these don't cost much to operate. So they don't have to do, like they don't need many hits in order for the returns to be right. successful. But sadly, they are successful, and usually it's the most vulnerable of people that end up succumbing to these, right? Like Because the those are the people who are picking up calls they don't the recognize. Totally. Right. Whether it's, you know, we've seen like the fake charities, the lottery scams, uh, the family member in peril. Have you ever seen this one? This one, this no. is like, this is the worst one. I've seen uh, lots of, especially elderly folks, they'll call and they'll be like, oh, you're your uh, nephew was in a car accident and is in the hospital, uh-huh. and I need $10,000 in gift cards. For what? To get them out of the hospital or jail or whatever. That makes no sense. That, that these people don't know. They get preyed on, right? And it's terrible. Gift, I, mean, just, I know. Yeah, I know. I have to send you gift cards. It's the only way they take the money. They need the, or the, really? The actual. It'll be like the green dot card. It'll be like the green dot cash cards. Because once they get that money, it's basically right, it's gone. theirs, right? It's gone. The scammers will say things like, if you don't do this, you'll be arrested or you have to decide now. Yeah. Or, you know, please confirm your information. And I've actually talked to folks in law enforcement community that specialize in these kinds of crimes. And these stories are just terrible, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people that have like they don't have much in savings, and most right. of it's been bled out from a couple of these couple of these calls. So I was curious as I was looking at this, uh, especially on the texts. How do you keep getting on these lists, right? How like how do these how numbers, does your number keep getting? Like, on how are they yeah. finding them? And it turns out there's probably approximately a bajillion ways that this happens. I can't track them all, but uh, a popular source is if you call a toll free number, any eight hundred number, yeah. because they get a log of that, and apparently those logs get sold. Oh, which okay. I had no idea. I didn't either. Yep. If you have applied for credit, of course, any of those those credit hits, they sure. pull, um, which is fascinating to me. And then, of course, if you've like filled out a warranty claim or contribute to a charity, registered voter, stuff that I makes more sense to me that they they pull from. Right. But these right, are all right. like pretty much if you do anything, right? If you've ever entered a contest, anytime you, you don't, anytime you donate money, they've got your they've yep. got your number. If your number's on checks, they they scan these out of checks. Like it's kind of impossible to be out of the ecosystem. Yeah. Was my my takeaway from this. So what can you do now? Like, how can you be better about this? Right. Uh-huh. Step one, you've probably already done this. Install a robo blocking app on your phone. There's I don't a, have that. Really? Oh, no. man. Oh, that's the first thing you should do. Really? Makes all I the just don't get enough to make it worthwhile. I think that's fascinating that you don't because yeah. I get blown up all the time. So the ones for, I can, for texts or voice calls for, well, for both, but mainly for voice calls. Oh, okay. Voice calls. I do get, I just don't pick them up because I don't know. who it is. Oh, get one of the blockers. Uh, robo well, is a really popular one because they just go away. You don't, they you don't see them anymore. You don't even look at your phone when that happens. I don't look at my phone now when it happens. <laughs> That's a good point. I've tried to call you before and you just don't answer. <laughs> I'm picking up. I'm like, I'm, I'm in your address book for Christ's sake. I just answer get, the phone. I will get back to you. you maybe. 
with Jeff, it's a maybe. It's a solid maybe at his own time scale. And then it depends how long have I known you. Have I known you 10 years or have I known you 30 years? But apparently it's like a bathtub problem because I've known you a long time and I don't get the call back. So apparently you've <laughs> got to be in the sweet spot between years 6 and 12 is when you get the phone call back. But there's popular ones like RoboKillers, one I, I, I hear a lot about, yet another call blocker. I use Haya personally. True Caller, super, super useful. All of these things are open source? Uh, no. Yeah, no. I'm not putting them on my phone. Some are. My favorite is one called Nomo Robo. Oh, I like my that. Favorite. It's I just a great like the name. name. Nomo Robo. But no, you're not going on my phone. Unless you're open source. At, especially if you're looking at my phone. Who calls me? I'm mm. never putting that on my phone That's unless true. I can actually verify the code is not sending in everybody who's calling me to some it's, log somewhere. It's just, it's a, that, that's the biggest source, by the way, for getting phone numbers in this list are the blocking programs. Right. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to have some modicum of trust in the companies that do this. No, I, don't, I have none. Why should I? When there are when there are open source companies so, who I have to have no trust in. Have you done any screening? Have you ever done like screening, like use Google Call Assistant or your Google Voice Assistant to screen your calls? Never. This totally works. You know how this, this works? You, you bounce your phone off Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. 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 I know, I know how it works, but I've never done it. Yeah, they ask for the caller's name and then what right. the calls are guarding, whatever it forwards through. I find that kind of annoying. So I, I set it up for that. two seconds just to look at it and went, yeah, that's great for somebody. Not me. Most, like even on iOS, you can silence unknown callers to Right. what a lot of people do. I personally don't do that step because then if someone actually needs to call you because you've dropped your car off at the car dealership and they need to call you back, you don't. Right. But they're going to leave a message. If, I, if they legitimately oh, the are word. calling Please me, God, they will leave, leave a message. Don't leave me a message. I don't want to have to listen to it. No, that's terrible. You can filter unknown senders, all of these things. Yeah. But you should add your number to the National Call Registry. Right? Do not call registry. Actually, I'm going to add your number to the National Call Registry. That's Which just, That's just what the seed, <laughs> that's just what they tell. That's where they get the My numbers. My number's yeah. on the do not call list. Sure. Your number's on the call list. Bless you. And I can't stress this enough. I know you know this, but but for some of our listeners, please never, ever give out any sensitive information when somebody calls you. Of course. Ever. Of course. Like don't, they might even ask you how to spell your name. Do not tell them. Right. Right. If they ask for your, right. like your date of birth, your, what's your, your address. What's your date of birth? Yeah, exactly. Always one they always or, do. Or like, which one of the, um, do you, do you If you use... were actually my bank, you'd know my date Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. Right. But like these questions that seem innocuous, I've had this conversation with family members like, oh, well, they just asked me what, like, what bank I bank at. What my first pet was. Do oh, really? Not they asked you what your first do, pet yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. They are being friendly. Do not answer that. Yeah. Like, um, did you used to live on Main Street? Like, do not answer right. that fucking question. On the other side, there's just some dude in a click farm just trying to figure sure. out your identity. Yeah. Please, please don't do that. My, where, where, this whole sort of brain damage I was doing on scam, um, uh, scam texts, this, this brain damage I was doing on scam texts, a couple of things that popped up. One, uh, did you know that last month the FCC finalized rules requiring mobile carriers to block robotext messages? I did know that. So this is, this actually, is what I was talking about at the beginning, yeah, that they're, they're cracking down they're, on. And yeah. they seem to be doing it faster than I would expect from a government agency, which is, which Good. is lovely. Right. By the way, and it's nice. tech. You can do it fast. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it turns out you don't actually need five years to get this implemented. Yes, although they'll tell you it's so complicated, we can't possibly implement that within the next 20 years. No, you can't. Yeah. You can implement it tonight. Yeah, they implemented Elon rank in one day. Don't worry. You right. Can, you can do whatever you want. The FTC described this as the first regulation specifically targeting the increased problem of scam text messages sent to consumers, which is kind of crazy that it's the first time they've done this. Yeah, on, on, yeah. On this, is, this is 2023. I think it's still 2023. They are, uh, they've also actually closed some of the, the loopholes in the caller ID authentication framework. So this is what got rid of a lot of those caller ID spoofing calls. Yeah. Uh, they're not all gone, but they're, they're continuing to close the, the loopholes, which is great. So it's not like one and done legislation, which right. is lovely. But I was thinking about this and I was like, wait, what if I had an AI? 
So instead of you calling and getting like the Google voice screen thing, yeah. what if I had presumably a little AI that you talk to that's like a personalized CAPTCHA? Okay. So it asks you questions either about you or about me. I hate CAPTCHA. I know, but wouldn't this be cool if you called and it like asked you like a personal question about me, like what color is his hair? What does he hate the most in life? And you have to say knee defenders. <laughs> and then it lets you through. What if, what if it did that? I right? could get that right. That's totally. the one I could get right. Just, the answer is always knee. Sure. If it's grumpiness, it's just always knee defender. But why couldn't it just have a print of your voice? so that it knows if you're actually CJ Little and then it can let you through. For people that you know, I'm not for people that I don't yeah. know. I, I don't guess. want people that I don't know calling me. That's, you don't want people that you know calling you. I barely want You just that. don't want a phone number. Yeah. I also thought as a, as a more simplistic solution to just have a, I just want a number that just says voicemail full whenever you call. Oh, I love that's that. It. That's like, that's it. That's the product. That used to be a thing. $4 Your voicemail really did fill up. It still is a thing. It still is a thing. Up? You have an infinite have, amount of hard drive space. How, how can that. it possibly fill I, up? I think they put some sort of cap on the number of messages on these services. Cause I, I never heard of such a thing. It still happens. I, every now and then will call somebody and their voicemail box is full. And I'm like, you're leaving it that way. And yeah. I, I totally appreciate that. I haven't heard of this happening in 20 years. I want to build this service for $5 <laughs> a month. I will just tell anybody that calls, you, you give me a list. You tell me who you want to just send a voicemail. It's full. And I'll yeah. just say it's full. It's the best $5 a month you could spend. Right? For I sure. think it's actually a great idea. Oh, it's a great idea. It's like the simplest thing in the world. Sure. You just be like, oh, your voicemail. Like, Can you leave a voicemail? Nope. nope. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's called no mo vomo. But then We're I'm going to call it no mo vomo. I'm in. <laughs> But then I'm actually going to miss the guy who's fixed my car, who's trying to call me, who I made go to voicemail because I didn't recognize his number. Just get a new car. It's my answer. Okay. Okay. I guess there are multiple ways to skin the cat. That car's gone. Yeah. No, no, I'm getting it We don't need that car anymore. (laughs) Multiple ways. I mean, because at least- Has anyone ever accused you of just being rich? Yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> okay, that's 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 the number one. You come from a different place. Yeah, it's mainly when I'm when I'm swimming through my gold cougarants. Right. People are like, most people when put you, water in their pool. When you're doing the full Scrooge McDuck, totally that's Scrooge when, McDuck. Yeah. No, no, good for you. Did you ever see the Family Guy on that when he jumps into the gold cougarants? No. Oh my God, it's the it is the exact scene from Scrooge McDuck that you just described, uh-huh. where he like jumps in and swims around. Yeah. And Peter jumps into a gold cougarants, <laughs> and exactly what you think would happen in real Ouch. life happens. He goes, oh, yeah. oh, it's the it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And you're like, oh yeah, that's that's what would happen, right? What what do you how do you think we can? I got the no voicemail or the voicemail full idea. What what? How do we get rid of this? I want no the spam more. problem. Yeah, no more spam text. I think you cracked down on Apple and Google. Flip phones. And you, go back to flip phones. No, because you had spam calls then, and you and you and didn't have the caller ID you have now. Yeah. So you you had more I, of an issue. This is not a Google Apple problem. Because this is text. Like, I'm not getting spam iMessage. That's very rare. Right. Like, extremely rare. Just like you said on Signal, it's right. extremely rare. But it's all it's all open SMS, right? SMS is what I SMS get. SMS is terrible. the problem. SMS just has to go away. Yeah. I don't look at SMS. If you want to reach me, you almost can't do it on SMS. I might look at my SMS once a week. I wonder if you push them. Like, if you could have a default reply for SMS just to be like, you can find me else, like, Find me on signal. No, nope. that's it. Just if you know reply. me, you know that. That's, that's yeah. it. I don't. I don't need to give that away. But what if the car dealership wants to text you about your car and your car is you. filled up? Yeah, <laughs> go back to the new car. When I dropped off my car, I, I told, told you, to you how to reach me. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I told and you. And if you, you want to go go some other way, good on you. Knock yourself out. And text isn't that. You're not willing to do that. I'm not looking at the SMS text. You want? You need to end. I will end. look. I do. I will look at them like once a week. Because yeah, stuff stuff does come in, whatever. Some and that does occasionally happen. So I will look through them about once a week, but I'm not going to look more than that. What if you did? Oh wait, here's another idea. What if the people that you didn't that you don't know can get through to you if they pay like a dollar? You just you push the customer acquisition cost. I don't care about the dollar. And that no, 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 to no. let them get through. No, your dollars gonna go to my account. Oh, 
then I get the dollar. And I care about you getting my dollar. Yeah. Yeah, of okay, course. Sure. I got to put, how do you think I got that room full of cougar ants? <laughs> for swimming? Rain out of the sky. So you for can raining. Swim? Yeah, yeah, totally. Swim through the Sacagaweas. A okay. room full of $1 Sacagaweas. Well, this is the part where I have to say, amazing. <laughs> okay. We have to get out of here, but quickly before we go, have you seen or read anything good last week? Yes. Uh, oldie but goodie. Yeah. Uh, movie Turbo, done by DreamWorks. Have haven't you seen, seen this? Haven't okay. Seen it. It, the premise is awesome. It's about a snail that gets ingested into a car engine. Okay. And he comes out and he's super fast <laughs> and he enters the indy 500 i like it already it's fantastic what years are from uh it's like uh oh six a friend yeah, of mine actually yeah. all the visual effects for it. he's another listener so thank you sean for making me go back and watch it it's ryan reynolds who i love yeah of course and it's hysterical i watch it with my kids it's a lot of fun there's if you're in la there's a lot of inside jokes including uh tito's tacos which is yeah. probably one of my favorites but it's really cute it's really fun and the snail races and wins the indy 500 that's awesome i also have one that's older it's a couple years older not quite as old as yours it's called our father on netflix former Indianapolis-based fertility doctor Donald Klein, who in a case of fertility fraud has used his own sperm to impregnate dozens of unsuspecting patients. Creepy speculative fiction at its finest? Nope. It's a documentary. Who's your daddy? Wow. I love that you and I both went to Netflix and both found shows in Indianapolis. Mine's about a cute snail that sure. runs in a race and yours is about a guy who inseminates the population. I think we have slightly different search preferences. That's our episode. That sounds awesome. All right. Thank you for joining us for all this nonsense. A truly terrible podcast from The Awful Company. Visit us on the web at nonsense.production. I'm CJ Little. I'm Jeff Parker. If you like this program, please follow, download, subscribe, and like at Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcastindex.org. Special thanks to our floor director, Frank Miles. Thanks much, Frank. We'll be here every Thursday morning for more nonsense. Please join us. I thought this was just community service you had to do. Oh, well, that's true, too. I didn't know you knew about that. Still working those hours down? (laughs)